Hunted! Four slippery descent of the northern mountains has deposited him in the woods outside SGI-9. With the haunting sound of menacing machinery still in pursuit, can Four scale the forbidding walls and make his escape, or will the deadly droid deliver his demise? You gather your equipment around you, you kind of cinch it all kind of tight and make yourself ready and lower yourself into the pool and head in the direction of that light that you could see glimmering from it. And as you take a deep breath and kind of head down under the, the water in that direction, you're surprised by the, the current that's flowing through it. And very quickly, you're no longer swimming. You're tumbling. You're being pushed through. You're doing your best to avoid any rocks and, and, and crannies and things like that. But you're you're carried away by the water and taken further in just the direction of the will of nature before, again, popping out over another waterfall and landing in an unceremonious pile on the, the ferns at the edge of this uh, mountain. You, you've traversed your way down into the valley in the direction of the of SGI Area 9. The water is actually flowing away from the coast, which is interesting, but it's just because of the way this mountain range is that it has carried you in the direction of the city. Well, two crash landings in one day has got to be a record. But any again, any any landing you can walk away from. So I will uh, maybe try to pull myself into the ferns and make sure I have my gear still. And then, of course, try to collect my bearings. And I should give you two strain for that as well. All right. So I'm now towards SGI Area 9. The coast might be a little bit of a, of a long shot now. So maybe my goal is going to be to... Maybe my goal will be to move into this rather large complex... You know, I mean, surely it can't be completely secure. I might be able to find and sort of creatively requisition some transport out of this area. So I may, I, I may try to do that. Try to at least work my way towards a place where I can get a survey of my surroundings. All right, uh, let's do a stealth check to search around. You, you begin heading south and heading towards SGI Area Nine, and there are still a few search parties out and about. We're gonna make you, this check too red, actually. Okay. All right. Well, fortunately, my natural ability results in three successes and one advantage. It's it's really difficult for the Empire to conduct a search for one pilot. They especially a pilot as good as me. I mean, I don't even need any training. I'm just I'm just that I'm naturally that stealthy, that good. So And how are you spending that advantage? Let's that's usually two advantage to pass it on to the to your next check, right? One advantage mm -hmm. to pass it on to the next person in the in the same round. So I guess so I can that, just give you some more detail if you like, or you can yeah, heal yeah, some strain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anything I might notice that might help um give me some clues as to good good path forward. So I think for your advantage, you hear that whirring noise, that that droid motor noise again, and it's kind of off to your west um, a little ways. There's, you know, this this is uneven terrain, and so you're a little bit higher than where the noise is coming from. And just as you're moving towards the south, you're able to catch a glimpse of this very tall, dark trooper armor that, though black, is still glossy and gleaming in the what's left of the daylight. It seems to be wandering around. Uh, 
it's not on a specific trajectory, but it is it is nearby and it looks dangerous. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen, you know, droids are one thing, but this guy looks, uh, if it's what I think you're you're uh, getting at here, I think uh, this guy kind of has an air of, uh, an obvious air of menace. I'm going to try to do my best to move away from him stealthily as I can. And you have done so, having succeeded against okay. his vigilance with an advantage. So you're able to place one of the, the dangers that is out there in the woods. Now, one of the things that you knew about this underground research facility was that they were a competitive program to the Dark Trooper program. Okay, so this may not be a Dark Trooper per se, but something that would have been a uh, competing product. That's correct. I probably will have to cut this, but uh, <laughs> it's what uh, Kuman was dealing with a lot um, in our first ever sessions. The mystery of the the Jedi that was murdering people. Do oh, you remember okay. back then, those years ago? I do. The so Imperial scientist was working on trying to, to outbid, outcreate on the Dark Trooper program. So they use those same stats. It's just okay. narratively they're different. Okay, cool. But yeah. So you're able to make your way to the wall of SGI Area 9. Now, one of the interesting things about Druckenwell is that these cities do their best to segment and restrict movement around. And so they have exceedingly tall walls around the proper city limits to bar people from easily coming in and going out. I'm picturing the walls that were in the Stallone version of Dread. Right, right, okay. So, or, you know, the, the walls that you would see uh, flying over the cities in, in Blade Runner, something along those lines. You know, these big metal, just sleek walls to it. Presumably, there's an entrance. There's always a way for things to get in and out, but you'll have to look around for one if you're wanting to go inside. Yeah, I'm, unless there's an indication that either left or right along this wall is going to be better, I may just pick a direction at random and start moving, maybe not right up against the wall, uh, maybe uh, in as much cover as I can, but certainly along the perimeter here until I can identify either a way to get through the wall or maybe uh, something else of interest, like uh, maybe patrols or roads or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now, one other piece of information I left out that I don't want to accidentally GM omit was your mission in taking out that secret base was to rid the world of these dark troopers that you have seen okay. out and about. So this is this is basically one of my targets. It was. You know, the research facility was developing those and at least one seems to have survived. Well, you know, being more than just a pilot on the run, you know, you still have a job to do. And uh, if, I've, if I've got one of these things chasing me, I may not be in a position to do anything about it now, but I may, I don't know how clever this is, but I may, I may start leaving... A a little bit of a trail, a little bit of some signs so that if, if it doesn't follow right on my tail, it can might be following in the same direction so that it, it doesn't disappear on me. Okay, let's do a survival check then to, to lead a good trail that doesn't give you away to it. All right, what would you like to do for difficulty? I think that this, we're going to make it hard and uh, I'll upgrade once with my token. All right, I've got that ready to go. That's going to be two failures and one advantage. Using the the tricks and tactics they, you know, taught you in clone school to double back and kind of cover your trail and lead kind of the obvious pieces to it. But as you're moving around and, and you're creating this trail, you begin to hear the footsteps getting closer and getting closer and getting closer. And you're while it hasn't popped out of the woods on you or anything like that yet, 
yet. You notice that it's not following the trail that you've laid, but it's still getting closer to you. For your advantage there, I would say that it's becoming obvious that it has some form of thermal sensor or some kind of tracking component that it's able to weed out the false trail from the real and is making progress on getting closer to you. All right. So not a total, total failure, but certainly not what I want. <laughs> I yeah. want it following, but not that close, right? Correct. It seems that it, it now more or less has your scent and is heading your way. All right. Well, I wonder if I've got a moment to maybe rig up a bit of a distraction trap here. Okay. In this handy little crash survival kit, I've got this flare gun mm -hmm. and I've got a wire spool. And thanks to my vast experience as a Clone Wars veteran, I think I have an idea that I might be able to rig up some kind of distraction using this uh, wire spools trip to pull the trigger on a flare gun and maybe send it on a wild goose chase or start a fire or just distract it a little bit without having to be in the area. So maybe I might flip a light side token here to, to give myself a little bit of time. Yeah, so if you want to flip a token, uh, we will just say that that exists or you can roll a, a mechanics check. Since you said this, you, you already had a survival pack and those things were already in it. You know what? Let's, man, that's a real tough choice because I actually, unlike I usually do, I actually upgrade mechanics for this okay. character. <laughs> so he's got two yellows. Man, let's, let's roll the dice on that. I mean, you can still always use the tokens to upgrade if you want to give me some back. I'm not trying to talk you out of using them. I don't necessarily want to give you any back. I think I'd like my aunt Mike to hold these for a, for a rainy day. So okay. let's try my two yellows versus your difficulty. Mm, let's see. So we're going to say if this roll is successful, you create a distraction for the trooper to head off and investigate. So I'm going to say that it's actually versus their vigilance, which will make your roll too red. All right. All right. It either works or it doesn't. Perfect. One success. That's what I like to see. So describe for me a little bit about what this trap looks like. I mean, I'm, I'm already leaving a trail for this thing to follow, and it's it's clearly following it. Um, but I know that if I wedge this this flare gun into a crevice in the rock, and I and I tie this uh, sort of wire or, or set the wire through the trigger guard against the trigger just in the right way, and then maybe string it across the path, maybe I can get it to walk through and, and pull the wire, which will pull the trigger and send this flare off. Maybe it'll send it off in its brush, or maybe directly at thing either way giving it some pause and, and, and making it wonder what's going on while i, while I try to I escape so which of those do you want do you want to shoot the flare at it or do you want to shoot it off in one direction so on this side of the mountain range i am assuming that i've still got some trees and, and ground cover and whatnot but that may not be the case if yeah you definitely have a thicker foliage now because you're on the south side of the ridge and so there's less buffeting winds and things like that so it's definitely you've got more ferns and undergrowth to this side of the forest in this mountain okay what i may try to do is create a little bit of a fire that might cause it a little bit more of a distraction maybe even if i can set this forest on fire between me and the thing it might have to deviate and go around i think, I think that might be a good idea so maybe i'll point the if i can try to point the flare gun at the most uh, flammable bit of underbrush I could possibly find, you know, like there's you know, like a big bed of pine needles or, or something like that, that hasn't been cleared away. Okay. And then what's, where are you heading now that you've laid the trap? I want to try to put this wildfire that I'm starting in a very responsible, eco-friendly kind of uh, mindset. What kind of you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to put this uh, wildfire between me and the thing. So I'm going to continue to try to head east along the wall if I can. And I think it's the direction I've been, maybe that's the direction I've been traveling already. Mm-hmm. 
if I could put a giant wall of fire between this thing and me, maybe not to stop it forever, obviously, but to slow it down would be the ideal. And then I could get some more distance and continue looking for a road or maybe a way into this SGI complex. I like that. I like that a lot. So the, the trooper wasn't right on top of you. So you make your way further east a ways before the, the trap is going to go off. There's a set of large industrial pipes that are coming out of the wall heading north, uh, but very quickly go underground. But they are an area that would make climbing the wall possible. There's a little bit more of a, you know, staggered step to how these things are if you want to try and scale the wall. You also have some tokens if you want a different way into the city. No, I think that might be good. I've got, I've got, I mean, I've got this, uh, I've got 50 meters of this high strength microfiber, which I think is uh, intended to be some sort of rope. I've got these um, pipes that'll give me some better access to the wall. And of course, I've got these slide side tokens, you know, the, the force mm -hmm. is certainly with me on this one. So maybe I could leverage all three of these things together to kind of get me into the SGI complex in a more, a more familiar urban setting, technological mm -hmm. kind of situation. So maybe what I'll do is I'll use these pipes to climb up to the wall and then I'll the inside to lower myself down at, uh, using this, uh, this microfiber and then maybe try to disappear into this industrial area. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So you use the microfiber rope to to scale over the wall and inside. Uh, as you as you get to the top of this wall, you hear the all too familiar sound of uh, speeder bikes. Presumably those scout troopers are on their way back. The sun is beginning to to set. We're getting close to nighttime now, and there's a, a loud crack and as the uh, trap you sprung uh, sets off and this fire begins. The sound of the speeder bikes gets closer and closer, and as you turn and you look, you have a moment to react, but they're bearing down on you. They've apparently spotted you from a long ways off, and are beginning to fire at the the wall and you can you, you see an easy way down i guess is what i should say you can get down on the other side but the you you've been spotted and there's these blasts that hit the wall right below your feet how does four react to all of these things i think i would uh maybe if i were more impulsive sort of individual i might try to gun it out with these speeder bikes which would be probably a bad idea uh i think i think that i would know that my best I, my, my best chance is to get over to this wall and away from the speeder bikes even though i've seen getting out of the immediate danger i might be able to slip and buy myself some time and maybe slip in among this industrial complex so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do that i'm definitely gonna do my best to get over this over this wall and down the other side as quickly as possible as you throw the microfiber rope down the other side of the wall and kind of quickly repel down the the bikes screen by overhead but the the thing about the truck and well urban centers is that they're very close tight quarters particularly around the edges and so you have these really tall buildings obscuring a direct path to you and i would say that you are almost in the northeast corner of the city center uh, of the city the uh, attack that you knew was taking place uh was pretty much near the center and then you know that the kind of catty corner to that end of the city or you know heading to the south side of the city would be the way out to central isthmus i know the attack kicked off around dawn it's very unlikely they're still there which means catching a ride with them is going to be probably not a viable solution i know that whatever happened around the area they were making this attack would likely be the source of a lot of activity and investigation so maybe what i'm going to try to do is skirt my way around the perimeter of this city though it's going to take me a while and try to get down to that south 
exit because now that I'm in S, now that I'm in in the SGI sector, I think maybe trying to get myself to Central Isthmus rather than directly picked up by the Rebel forces might be my best chance to get out of here. So we're just going to continue since I'm on the northeast side. We're going to continue around the east and just kind of try to skirt the perimeter and move through these areas. So you kind of take the back alley and are backtracking only just a little bit, kind of to follow the wall along as you work your way through the narrow passageways and things like that. You notice that there is a lot of stormtrooper and imperial activity buzzing about the city. You know, before you cross the street here, before you you get over this way over there, you you, you hear groups of trooper steps, and and as you duck by, they they march by and things like that. The other noticeable thing is that you don't see a lot of citizenry. You don't see a lot of of people out of their homes or things like that. As you move more and more to the south, you see a bit more, you're you're crossing more of the activity that has uh, occurred in the city. And you can see that there's a moment as you're moving by that you see a large group of individuals just in civilian clothes being marched to the north from to the north by a set of stormtroopers. These look like civilians that have been arrested. Uh, you overhear one of them, you know, call them rioters or something to that effect. And you can see that there's even more troopers kind of going door to door and making arrests and things along those lines. You get an opportunity to kind of skirt the very edge of the Imperial Freedom Plaza. This was a, a large plaza that had the central transport depot. It was a way of connecting the, the mass transport for the planet. There was a large bazaar uh, or outdoor shopping mall uh, with lots of booths and things like that. There was even a wooded area with a lake that you can see is all fairly battle scarred at this point. There's a lot of troopers, a lot of drop ships for troopers and a, a lot of activity uh, clearly responding to the uh, the attack that was made earlier. You can see down at the southeast corner of the plaza, which was you knew to be the target, that there's, you know, this large plume of smoke out there and, and clearly a lot of damage has been done to that building. And I think I'd like you to make a average vigilance check. Okay. Oh, ouch. It's gonna hurt. Uh, three failure, two advantage. So three failures and two advantage. So you saw this crowd of civilians being marched north away from the plaza by the, the troopers as you kind of darted in between the alleys. As you're kind of making your way past this area, you do notice that some, uh, a couple, you know, just two or three uh, individuals and, and a stretcher is being loaded onto a shuttle and being taken up. And as you follow that shuttle up, you come to realize that descending kind of in true Imperial fashion, this Imperial Star Destroyer is situating itself right over SGI and is it's similar to what we saw in Rogue One, right? Over Jeddah, right? You know, uh, that clearly this whole area is going into Imperial lockdown and it won't be long before there's, you know, troopers at every exit and all the, the ways out are going to be covered. Well, I'm going to have to start looking for uh, obviously a way out. Maybe I may need to commandeer one of these transport craft, ideally one of these shuttles or maybe something else. But um, I start looking around for likely tr 
transport uh, tra transportation options here. Well, there's definitely the Imperial shuttles and in, in landing craft around and in the plaza. There's a, a large number of them. You know, there's a, a couple of those Lambda class shuttles. There's a handful more of more or less drop ships, you know, that would carry a, a handful or a dozen or so troopers just straight down to uh, for you know like invasions and things like along those lines that could could be flown around but you know the the main activity in the plaza is almost a full battalion of of stormtroopers you know you it's a significantly larger presence than was here you know just yesterday i kind of like the idea of commandeering one of these lambda class shuttles i know that their crew is kind of limited as far as the, the flight crew goes i'm hoping that maybe I can scope out a likely target that won't be necessarily uh, surrounded by a lot of these stormtroopers. Maybe I can sneak on, take out the flight crew, and, and get out of there. Okay. So maybe maybe what I'll do is I'll start looking to identify a likely a likely target. I think the dropships might be a little bit of a harder harder target on that. But these Lambda class shuttles, I know they've they've got a very small flight crew for what they are. Mm -hmm. So you can work your way around the the plaza. You carefully kind of pick your way a little bit further south. There's a there's a large kind of concrete and brick plaza that was a courtyard, if you will, that was pretty large that saw some of the brunt of the battle. But there's two Lambda class shuttles parked down there right now and you've got it's more or less imperial fleet freedom plaza is the central park of sgi area nine you've got buildings you've got tall buildings all the way around it but these are you know the this park is just a large kind of open area it's still got trees and things like that there's definitely been some fire up in the the northern side and and stuff along those lines but the in, you can tell that the imperial troops have been tasked with kind of blocking this area off they're beginning to build barricades and things along those lines well i figure the longer i wait the more these barricades are going to get the, the more established these defenses are going to get so maybe i'll start to slip in as soon as possible i'm wearing this bright orange shock rider crash suit i may maybe a good idea for me to maybe change so if there i know this area had some market or, or you know, bizarre kind of area maybe i'll look for something to robe myself in or perhaps get out of this crash suit something not quite as conspicuous and then I'll make my way towards one of these shuttles if possible. I have an idea, okay. but it's entirely up to you, Paul. Did Four stash his old clone armor anywhere in his survival kit? You know, that's a good idea. I think it would take a light side point, but I hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why he wouldn't have some of that good old-fashioned clone flight armor. I mean, it's it's served him well in the past. Uh, that's He'd probably have a hard time parting with, and I think I, I think I'd be willing to spend a lot of point on that. So this is very similar to stormtrooper armor, but you know the clones tended to paint and make colorful their their armor. What what does Four's clone armor look like? Thanks for joining us in the Dicey Cantina. And thanks to Paul for playing in these episodes. If you're enjoying the show, be sure and leave a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcatcher. And if you're interested in behind-the-scenes content, bonus episodes, and early release, check out our Patreon. Thanks to everyone who's donated to Donate to Destiny so far. And if you're interested in donating, check out the link in the show notes. Also in the show notes are the links to all our social media, so reach out and stay in touch, particularly on Discord. Be sure and stay tuned for a preview of another great podcast. But that's all for now, so pull up a stool and we'll see you next time on the dicey cantina mm.
Star Wars, RPGs, and actual play podcasts? Then you'll love the Starbirds. Here are a few clips from their upcoming season set in Hut Space. Ever wondered what a pickle tastes like in space? Take a matcha Sound. pickle, throw it to the side, and then put on his just put on the helmet and wait. <laughs> He's just like eagerly like sitting out right by the door. You looking just like out. sealed your head in a container where you're <laughs> munching down on a pickle. That's the, the, the gases you're causing. It's a fear factor game. Yeah, <laughs> you get to eat all these pickles inside this jar. Uh, Eva left you calmly, calm while you in the refresher. You're, talking you're alone in the refresher, kid. Kid, please. He like gets so stressed out, he just He's holds like down the button. singing in the shower and stuff, and they're like, oh my god, not again. Like, oh, I'm going to make a sandwich. Oh, I'd like these. Oh, mayonnaise on a sandwich. <laughs> he just narrates his That's life. <laughs> Peanut butter for the kid. <laughs> I thought he's in the bathroom. <sighs> Ever been stranded on a ship with people you can barely stand? Okay, I'm about to J.K. Simmons... <laughs> from Whiplash, start clapping at my if you head. Cannot, if you cannot get this. Meanwhile, Gat is just like sweating. I will throw a symbol like the kid. at your head. <laughs>